Today's episode is the first of a series of podcasts that we recorded at the Folk Alliance International Conference in Kansas City in 2018. We had the opportunity this year to partner directly with Folk Alliance and our friends at Playlist Play to help curate content and help better tell the story of what Folk Alliance is and what Folk Alliance does in the folk community around the world. Today's podcast features the husband and wife duo and Folk Alliance International's award-winning Artist of the Year, Ordinary Elephant. This is Ordinary Elephant. Say hello. Thank hello. you for having us. So do you have names or are one of no, you Ordinary no, no. and one of you Elephant? Mm. <laughs> that could get dangerous. That could get dangerous. My name is Pete. And I'm Crystal. Great to have you guys here. Thanks. It's a real honor. You guys are award winners. We are. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, so they they like nominated us for Artist of the Year for the International Folk Music Awards, and then we went to the award show, and they actually called our name, and it was very surprising. And we, we saw it behind the lens. We saw your faces, and we could. It was genuine. You know, you you watch the Oscars or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, me," you know, and you know that they they were like gunning for it but you guys were just genuine humility so did you know and then you were just watching us no we didn't know we <laughs> you didn't. were the only ones that they told yes. no. <laughs> yeah, we, we paid a few extra dollars yeah. for that so information now, but so i could have told you now zoomed in on the trophy yeah. uh, what's the trophy like um so it's, it's this like cool little glass Oh, you got the glass one. Yeah, did. I know the cool. little wooden ones like were, wooden were cool. Ones. Too. You like the wooden ones? Those were fun. Yeah, I I thought the glass one was cool, but I'm kind of a minimal weirdo, so <laughs> to be able to see through it, mm-hmm. it's like a free window, pretty much. <laughs> that holds mobile. nothing in and nothing out. <laughs> it could if you built something around Except it. Except maybe hopes and dreams. <laughs> yes, it holds all of the hopes yeah, and yeah. dreams. So, can you tell us about this this record? I'm, I'm assuming. Is album of the year? Is that what you won, or was it no, artist, it was artist, artist of, of the year? Oh well, in my heart, it was album of the year and artist of the year. Can you no, tell Rhiannon us? Rhiannon Giddens won album well, of the year. Yeah. It should have been you guys. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're my favorite. Well, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the record that you're currently touring on and playing? Yeah, so it's called "Before I Go," and we recorded it in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm. Um, it's I don't know. I'm trying to think of the good way to describe it yeah um i mean it's so we i mean we tour as a duo but there there are other there's other instrumentation on it you know so i play guitar he plays banjo claw hammer banjo primarily um, but we do have upright bass and some fiddle and mandolin that kind of fill it out you know did but you guys play those instruments as well we did not we had studio musicians sharon gilchrist played mandolin yeah jason crosby on fiddle and piano yeah. and john gagan on bass yeah, we really like, I mean, we're we're not big into production kind of thing. You know, we like minimal, right. like you're saying. Minimal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but it, you know, it's just enough to kind of, I don't know. It's what the song felt like it called for right. kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that, I think that's cool. I, I wish there was more, I feel like we're, I'm surrounded by so many like acoustic musicians, but it's rare um, at least these days in our circles to to run into people who are still doing kind of these traditional instruments and and and, and when I hear you and I haven't heard a ton of your music but even the songs you played for us today there's this traditional sensibility to it but there's such this like freshness to to the way that it's the songs are written and just to the lyrical content and it's, it's this weird juxtaposition of feeling like uh, this this comfort like I know where I am 
um, with the instruments a bit. Um, but this this kind of exciting like new horizon of, of where the song's taking me. And I think that's I think that's a really cool part of what you guys are doing. Do you feel though, when you're making music, are you attempting to kind of recreate and stay within a traditional place or are you just kind of like chasing wherever the song wants to take you? Yeah, I mean it's it's always about serving the song, you know. Um I I think that we like the that traditional like, acoustic sound and yeah. so that's what we gravitate toward, but it's not you know, we, I don't think we usually set out like, oh, we want it to sound like yeah. this. It's like, okay, these are the words that are coming out and this is what fits that yeah. particular song. Yeah, I don't know if you had we're huge fans of like um acoustic instrumental music and like bluegrass and all that and old time and and so that that just is like something we're an influence we're pulling in um as best subconsciously we can. kind of do yeah I think, you know just... and and we just and i don't know the past in the i guess the the, the modernness air quotes uh, that you mentioned <laughs> that's uh, the only way to get air quotes in a podcast i know <laughs> <laughs> um but i i mean it's probably just from growing up with like Nirvana and uh, you know all the all the Pearl Jam, Pearl, yeah. you know whatever. So really modern in nineties. Well, yeah, at least more modern than some of the instruments you're playing. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Any, I mean, I guess even the Beatles, you know, um, uh, and some songwriters that are like Guy Clark and and um, Anais Mitchell are, are some of our favorites, and so like. I don't know. It just all happens. And yeah, just all melds into. We this we're not we're not thing. one of those groups that um, really grew up in the tradition, um, and so we, we don't feel the the need or the like. Um, what's the word? Like pressure. We don't feel like, or, but also like that um, that we should be doing. That. Like it, it would almost be like. Uh, that wouldn't being, feel genuine, being, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> genuine. Because that's word. not what we grew up with. Yeah. You know, we're not mm-hmm. that. We're we're newcomers to to that whole uh, style of music, like the traditional acoustic stuff. Um, but we we love it so much. So how long have you been doing this more traditional like duo thing? Doesn't sound like you started here by any means. Yeah. Well, we met in two thousand nine at a open mic, and um, we were both just doing separate separate thing just I was songwriting you know just guitar and songwriting and he was playing with a his roommate at the time yeah he's playing guitar then and yeah I guess it was it was 2011 mm-hmm. yeah he picked up banjo he heard the um Hair on the Harvest album Gillian Walsh's album the song on there Hard Times he's like I need a banjo and so he got a banjo <laughs> yeah. and it just fit really well with what you know like, I guess we had tried somewhat playing together him playing both both of us playing guitar and once he got banjo it it just fit like yeah. oh that it complemented well and so we just kind of went from there yeah we pretty know? much stumbled upon that yeah 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 it wasn't <laughs> like oh let's try this now yeah it's like oh that's okay <laughs> stumbling upon the banjo that's mm-hmm. a that's the name of your new record, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's coming out in 2020 and um, working hard on it. <laughs> so you mentioned Nirvana. Oh, I don't yeah. hear the Nirvana influence. Am I missing no, it? Not directly. Probably not. No. I, mean, I think he was just saying <laughs> just things like, that he, you know, listened to when he was younger. That you can't. I mean, you can't help but it be an influence. You know, yeah. the stuff you yeah. listen to. But probably not 
very directly. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I think Nirvana, I definitely think banjo. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a defining sound. Kurt Cobain was... Yeah, Kurt Cobanjo, as we call him. Yeah. Um, That's how he's known in our circles. Yeah, in our circles. In the Ozarks. Not a lot of people know him like we do. Kurt Cobanjo. Yeah. yeah. You have a special... Special connection. Yeah, those acoustic sessions mm-hmm. were the ones that MTV, MTV released were nothing like what we have. Mm-hmm. Those bootlegs are quite special. Mm. So, how many folk alliances have you guys been to? This is our third, um, really, and but like our second one that that we're like we feel like we know what we're doing. Yeah, so, apparently, well, I would say you definitely well, know what well, you're doing. Well, the first time we came, we was just trying to figure it out we had right. just started going to any we had been one regional before that and we we're just trying to all right what's this all about and right we didn't do a lot of things you're supposed to do before right. you know getting in, whatever we just but we met a lot of wonderful musicians and just stayed in touch with people right but yeah last year and this year feel more like okay we we have a plan you know <laughs> we know what we're what we're trying you know trying to accomplish Few surprises along stuff. the way yes definitely. yeah that's such a beacon of hope though because i know like we're we're not just videographers like we're songwriters we're artists and that's that's what we do we've never really done folk alliance as artists this is our fourth year as just like staff and business and hustling Mm -hmm. and you know that kind of thing and i'd love to do it as an artist some year but the thought of doing it overwhelms me it scares me i don't know how people get on showcases or play Mm -hmm. in rooms to this day i've been here four years and i don't know how that works and so for you (laughs) nor have you asked (laughs) to 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 say three years ago we just showed up we did everything wrong whatever and then three years later to win artist of the year year, (laughs) is that how is that in the program book like if you go three years you get to be artist of the year yeah like <laughs> it's in the bylaws but that just brings nice. me so much hope because it's like maybe some year i'll actually get to like play a room and share a song and someone will listen like so you bring me hope awesome thank you <laughs> thank you were the beacon great. of hope that sean needs as a songwriter <laughs> yeah. and the regional ones are i don't know how much i'll know about the regional folk alliance conferences mm-hmm. but those are awesome they're like little they're really small cool. satellites of this so it's a mm-hmm. much smaller scale it's and for it's the more anxiety ridden people People. Yeah, I mean, it's just way more accessible. It's a smaller, not more accessible. I mean, people are accessible Less here, but it's yeah, it's just smaller. So yeah. it feels more like family community where you can just be more one on one with more people and not feel quite as overwhelmed. So it's right. a good stepping stone. Yeah. You know? How did you hear about Folk Alliance? We so we lived in Houston for before we started traveling full time. We lived in Houston and we just found a really great music community there, like folk music community. And the um, people, I don't remember who specifically, but several people, I think, told us about it and said that we should check it out. And so we did. Yeah. And there's one in Austin, uh, Swarfa, Southwest Regional Folk Alliance. And that we went to that one. That's the one we've been to the most. But Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So you said that you guys are kind of nomads. Yeah. How does that, I mean, that in itself is cool, but that as a songwriter, I would assume has to really, really drive you in a different way no pun intended um <laughs> that like is it's a different perspective than like you're seeing new places all the time you're see, meeting new people all the time and there's there's no like this the same thing every single day the mm-hmm. same room to write in you know what is that like for you it just as artists it's great i mean we we've been doing it four years now and initially it, i mean it wasn't like oh we're gonna start traveling to to do music full time. It was just a lifestyle change that we yeah. decided we were going to do. Like, okay, we're going to sell our house and our stuff and live on the road. Yeah, that's and awesome. see places. And so a lot of it was more just travel and, and seeing places. And we'd 
play some along the way. And then we started doing that more and more and more realized, okay, this is what, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know, this is what awesome. our, our life is supposed to be. So it's um, kind of evolved into yeah, but, how we travel. And as far as the songwriting, I think it, it brings like such a perspective. Anytime you travel and see different places, you, you gain that. And, um, and, and we, when you're full-time nomads, you often travel to places that you would never go on, on vacation, vacation or, or like, yeah. and, and so you discover these little gems and, um, that just like re- you, you can really connect with. Yeah. Um, who knew Poughkeepsie was so cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I mean, you could probably talk to it better with the songwriting, but yeah, I mean, it's, and it, there's still, I mean, you still do kind of write in the same room, like right. the, the same moving the space room. you're in, but it, the yeah, window your, your view different. is different. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's wonderful. I mean, just having having that different perspective, you right. know, like you were saying. Just can I ask a less meaningful question? Sure. What kind of RV is it? <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we have a like thirty foot travel trailer. Uh huh. Um, oh, so it's like a pull behind, like a fifty. Yeah, we initially we, had a motorhome. Yeah, and then we uh, we pull it with a van that's also technically an RV. It's got like a high top and um, and like a pull out. Then mm-hmm. so we also have dogs. Oh yeah. And, oh, uh, the podcast kind of is over. What yeah, kind of dogs we'll here it comes. <laughs> you just well, got dog Sean. Yeah. Dog Sean, he's he's here to stay. Here we go. I'm a dog you, well, it, it might take a little bit. We have a Doberman. Yes. And like I'll show a, you a picture Thirty-five too. foot. At 35. <laughs> That's it's a, Clifford. It's Clifford the big red dog. Yes. Pound. He pulls the trailer. Thirty-five pound border collie mutt, mm-hmm. and then a twenty-five pound tan thing. We don't just know what tan she's, dog. That, she's just like sounds tan like a rescue thing. if I've ever heard. Oh, they're one. All, yeah, they're all rescue. And then a twelve-pound scruffy terrier. Mm. Oh boy, what a pack! That is they the cutest so picture. Together. You guys can't see it, but these dogs, just imagine like four just, cute fluffs. Just in a snuggle pile. <laughs> yeah. snuggle That's pretty puddle. much how Maybe they that live. can be the podcast um, al- album art. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that'd be awesome. That is so fun. So I'm curious, what's it like traveling? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, how, traveling with dogs, what, what's that like? It, yeah, uh, it logistically can be difficult. I mean, we love, and- we love having them, but it um, as far as for touring like trying to right. like we can't tour traditionally you know like right. okay we're going on the road for a month at a time because yeah. like the dogs can't be in the van for a month you know right. um because initially we had a motorhome that we towed a car behind and that wasn't like you can't sleep a few nights in a row in a little subaru with four dogs it right. just doesn't right. work so we tried to think of how we could be more flexible and so our current setup is meant to do that so the trailer can be parked somewhere we can go out in the van for like three or four nights at a time yeah, and then come back. And that's really efficient. Because they can sleep sense. with us. In the yeah, Sean's van. like, you're just driving this RV every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's actually what I thought. So, Well, we can't, I mean, the van is kind of like, I mean, it's our everyday driver, but it is, yeah. like you said, it's, a, it's like a camper van. But That's really cool. Do you, so how does touring work for you? Do you, is it, where you live based on where you want to tour, basically? Yeah, now it is. So we, we have like six bases this year that we've planned to be in for like a month or two at a time. And then we'll go out and do four or five, I mean, three or four nights, um, you know, and then come back to the trailer back for 
the next few days. That's crazy. Rinse and repeat. I've just decided we're changing your band name to Extraordinary Elephant. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is so cool. I, Pretty cool. Yeah, it's a really, yeah. it's such a fun, That I just, the atmosphere, and I don't know, that's just really cool. Speaking of Extraordinary Elephant, you are Ordinary Elephant. We have to ask, I don't <laughs> want to be that, I don't want to ask that question. I hate that question as a person. <laughs> coming to me so I hate asking it but what's that all about because you're both you know you're looking like you're in great shape uh <laughs> so it can't be a projection of a visual yeah basically because there are no ordinary elephants so even your ordinary everyday elephant is this magnificent creature right and so just to remind us that things in life that may seem ordinary aren't if you take the time to look at it yeah so it's just kind of a reminder to us that make that's cool. I like it. You see, I, you know, you would think ordinary elephant. Maybe it's just I was I was expecting and being okay with like, eh, it doesn't mean anything. It's just two really cool words. Um, and then you have this profound meaning, and you're changing my life slowly. So, yeah, you guys can be artist of the year. I approve. I totally well, approve. You. Yeah, thank that's that's super good. Um, so I'm really curious. Um, I saw that you guys switched instruments at one time. Like you, you started playing guitar a little bit, and do you are you one of those bands that's like you just have eight different instruments and you're just swapping like every song? We're no. not, and I I I only play guitar. Okay, on, um, as our duo, he switches between banjo and octave mandolin. He used to play guitar in some things, but not not really anymore. Yeah. Do yeah, you guys so ever I, like? Do you ever get that itch to? Like be more heavily influenced by Nirvana, and do you guys ever just feel like just turn on some loud like amps and start playing drums? And is there ever like a crazy itch to just just he let go? Drums. Yeah, I used, I, drums. I used to play some drums. Uh, not with our group. Not the RV, yeah. yeah, not since the RV. We had to, I had to sell them. And they didn't really fit. Bunch of guitars. <laughs> yeah. You didn't feel like getting rid of like, the table and just like yeah. putting a drum set. But we love all, all kinds of music, um, and I I. Even if I don't love it, I try to yeah. love it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think or, yeah, I think all try. forms of music uh, can really bring a lot. You know, if you can appreciate it, it can uh, it can bring you know more than more than you would think to to your yeah. own music. I'm interested, and when you guys say stuff like that, and just hearing you talk, it seems like you have a kind of a newer, fresh perspective that I don't have. Can you give me like? Some band that you don't think I've ever heard of that's just gonna blow my mind, or an artist mm. who's who's somebody that the world needs to hear. Yeah, what about Justin? Justin Farron. <laughs> okay, he lives in California, and he's just—I don't know—he's a force. I mean, he's his songwriting is just Off blows my mind. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He can and play he guitar, can, yeah. like a yeah, like can, a ring and a bell. Like yeah, a ring in a. Bell? Is that a it's, thing? It's a line from a song. Johnny Be Good. Oh, wow. guitar just like a ring cool. and a bell. It sounded gotcha. like something from like a Christmas movie. Like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for jumping in on that. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. He's actually saying ringing a bell, but he like okay. breaks it like, oh, like gotcha. a ring and a bell. You know? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, cause that makes sense. That, that makes like, no that doesn't actually make sense. A bell. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and he, wonderful voice. He's hilarious. Like he's just Justin, and a nice person. Justin Farron. F A R R E N. Farron. Yeah. 
I'm into it. Cool. I I feel like sometimes we get stuck in these these like ruts, ruts, and it's yeah. like, and and I'm everyone accuses me, uh, and I I think I said this in the or we were just wrapping up, I guess the last podcast. Everyone accuses me of only liking one artist in each genre, and and I, that's like the total opposite of you guys. It seems like, and I like you guys better than I think I like myself at this point, and so I want to I want to approach I want to approach your your way of thinking. Um, but it, there's this folk alliance specifically, it, it does this for me. Like you, you start walking down the halls and and there's like 200 showcases going on at one time in, in the night. And it's, it's such an eye opening experience to go, well, that room's good. Walk 10 feet. Well, that's really good. Walk 10 feet. That's really weird, but really good. Like, it's like, yeah, it, it, it really knocks me off of my, um, position that says like oh i only like maybe seven seven bands in the mm-hmm. whole world yeah. to go like i think i i really love everyone right. who's good <laughs> yeah well, so many of these people are unheard and you know what i mean yes. like like on a mass spectrum right. yeah. Oh, yeah not that they don't have followings that can support them full right. time but but just you know from from the average household perspective a lot yeah. of these people are unknown and unheard and so phenomenal yes. mm-hmm. so unachievably uncatchable with a blee phenomenal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And it's really, it's bizarre too, because you, you think, well, I have Spotify. I should be able to broaden my horizons. But like, if I have any anxiety in the world, it's like the Spotify browse tab. Because mm. I'm like, I don't know what to click anymore. I don't know what to do. Like, and so I like, I just every day, browse. Let's go to a, di- no, I just know a Gunderson. Like I can't, I just, it's like I can't. It's comfortable, yeah. I can't, yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is, but I'm really Excited to t- check out this Justin man. Yes. Um, yeah. What's the uh, another Bluebird Day? Yes, yeah, is the name last of the album, most recent album. Hey, would you do this if if we not right now, but when we finish up, would you write us like a your top twenty like favorite songs right now, and we'll put it on our website when we release the podcast? And that'd be fun. Let's if just we get email inside. it to you after. That'd be great. Uh, it, okay, it'll get inside. I, I think it'll take a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. it only <laughs> takes like a week or something. <laughs> if you need to, we did the we guest need DJ. A oh yeah, we did. Yeah, actually, we have some. We did a guest DJ deal where like you. You're with another, like you give him a playlist of what you would want to play on your mm-hmm. show and mm-hmm. whatever. So that it's kind that, of that might be a good list, a, a general for them. start for because it's yeah. it's not too many super well known. Yeah, people. it's more like either people we personally know or just right people that are not, not that we don't like well known music either. Yeah, so, yeah. that's, that's okay. Yeah, you can hate on them, man. Don't be shy. <laughs> no, man. It's all good. <laughs> well, we're kind of wrapping up here, but I'm curious. Um, where can we all find you? I know I feel I hate I hate it so bad that we didn't know you before this week, but I'm so glad that we did meet. Yeah. But for all of our friends and and listeners out there in the world who have no really idea what's going on here and <laughs> who these sweet people are, where can we find you and and how can we get to know you better? Yeah, so our website is ordinaryelephant.net. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram, and our we have a newsletter that we send out maybe once a month. Oftentimes, it's not quite that often. Uh, we just talk about our travels or put writings in there, too, like yeah. poetry or just journal writings or things like that. Uh, or if we have new music, a new video or something, they'd be you're the first person to hear about. You know, the people right. in the newsletter get it get All it first. All the special newsletter so, people. Yeah. So that's the best way to keep in, keep in touch. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, we're on Spotify, too. Oh, yeah, Spotify. Yeah. 
how do you feel about streaming services? Mm. This is going to get long, huh? <laughs> how do you feel about streaming services in a minute-long answer? <laughs> uh, well, not to, not to, uh, what, I like them. I do too. As, especially as a, as a fan. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really, I don't think I'm qualified to uh, figure out how to make them sustainable. But um, but if they can figure that out, that would be awesome. You know, it's a, I. This is not popular opinion, but I think all music should be free, mm. all of it. I don't think we need to monetize the. And in, this is unpopular. I get it. I wish we could get to the point where actually having the music, like discovering the music, and like being able to listen to it. Um, was this social thing that we just gave away. Mm-hmm. But people had the opportunity and the, the want to actually partake in it and come see it and experience it. And and I wish that we would get more into... I mean, I have a lot of ideas on how we could do that, but I wish we were developing, rather than developing social platforms just to connect with us, we were developing platforms somewhat like like Patreon, but, but deeper than that where people were joining the entirety of our career rather than just monetizing this one little piece yeah. because it's it's interesting how we a lot of like our favorite artists it's not like we just like their songs like it's not like people just liked the Beatles songs like they liked everything about them mm-hmm. and particularly like the artists that we just really really love like we love their whole life so we love when they get married and we love when they have kids and we love when that in their in that movie and we love when they take a vacation and we get to see it particularly the way we look at social media i just think if we could get to a point as artists where we could develop platforms that help sustain us in other ways i feel like we could get back to writing music Mm. That didn't at the end when we're thinking about it and and producing it, we're not going. Will anybody buy this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and having to like put that pressure. I know that pressure kills so many artists, especially when they're starting out. Going like, well, if I don't have a hook that's like these other hooks that are popular right now, no one, no one's gonna buy it, and I'm gonna struggle, and I'm not gonna be able to keep doing this. So I don't know what all the answers are, but I, I think streaming services are a really good starting point. Uh, to unbrainwash us, or I guess I don't even know how to say it otherwise, but to get us to a place where we're not leaning solely on "please buy my record, please buy my record." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's got to be a better way. I just don't think art and capitalism have to like be the only way for like people like you to be able to continue doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. There's got to be. There's got to be a deeper path. That yeah. allows us to just be rich, um, not not financially. Right. That's, that's that's fine too. But to but to be rich artists who chase after this esoteric thing that is us and our personalities, and 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 not just having to you know put food on the RV table. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so anyway, well, guys, about. thank you so much for thank taking you, the time. Man. Thank you. This, this is wonderful. Talk wonderful. To this. You've been such a pleasure. You're such sweet, genuine human beings, and yeah. we are so glad that you were bestowed with the honor of Folk Artist of the Year because you deserve, especially from the recording session we just got to watch and listen to. You earned it. Earned it. Earned yeah. It. And if you would like to put on a newsletter on how to be more like you, <laughs> uh, maybe like a 10-step program that I could take, 
I really enjoy you guys as human beings. For installments yeah. of 1999. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of. Of ways to make a living. <laughs> They're easy installments. Right. Yeah. Very easy installments. Yeah. Just send them to us. It's good. It's very easy. All right. right. Well, be sure to check out Ordinary Elephant. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure, like, if you Google search Ordinary Elephant, you'll get some cute elephants and, and some really great music. So yeah. it's just a great Google search, I'm sure. That's my guess. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Shadowscape podcast. I am Corey. I am Sean. And we'll see you later. You've been listening to the Shadowscape podcast. This podcast was created by Shadowscape Records in Kansas City, Missouri. For more information, check us out online at shadowscaperecords.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash shadowscaperecords, Instagram at shadowscaperecords, and Twitter at shadowscapejams. Jams.